Hello, ladies. Welcome back. And thank you for joining me here tonight. I have a question for you. Measure your success. Is it through the accumulation of wealth or do you find contentment with the money you have? Of course, financial stability is important, but it's not the only indicator of success. Have you considered other aspects of your life, such as your basic needs? For instance, have you paid rent? Do you have access to food, electricity, and clothing? In addition to material wealth, some people measure success based on their online presence. Do you find yourself counting the number of social media emojis, likes, or stars on your profile? Is this what you believe defines your success? Some people believe that success is determined by how powerful they are. But what does it mean to be powerful? Everyone has the power to make an impact through our words and our deeds, no matter how small. It's up to us to decide whether we will use our power to build up or tear down others. The idea of personal success isn't a static concept that can be measured using a single metric. It's a dynamic process that requires emotional and spiritual growth as we navigate through life. Therefore, success is not limited by a ceiling or a one-size-fits-all standard. It's a unique journey that requires us to define our own parameters for success. When we think about success, it's important to note that success can mean different things to different people. Some people define success as achieving a certain level of education, landing a high-paying job. Others define success as achieving a balanced life with time for family, work, and personal interests. You can take success as far as you want to go. Up until last year, I thought success was in my material possessions but I learned quickly that was a misinterpretation of the manifestation of my life's purpose. Success includes emotional and spiritual growth. I was pursuing the wrong thing because material possessions, while good, did not facilitate the growth required for my life's purpose. Personal growth is a lifelong process, and it starts with recognizing your strengths and weaknesses. By identifying what you're good at, you can focus on those skills and you can use them to achieve your goals. Also, identifying limiting beliefs and values allow you to replace that system of thought with limitless visions and ideas that affirm your potential. Take a moment to visualize the phrase locked in a room with open doors. I first heard this phrase during a sermon, and it illustrated how we can be our own worst enemy despite having the freedom to move. It doesn't matter what kind of room you are in. It could be a hotel room where you are feeling broken like me. It could be your bedroom where you are trapped in an abusive relationship. It could be your living room where you are a captive prisoner to endless, mindless television programming. Think about that. You may have more interest in a reality TV program than in your own life. What is your locked room? Personal growth requires recognizing your strengths and weaknesses, but it also involves developing emotional intelligence. This means being aware of your emotions and how they affect your relationships with others. 
By developing emotional intelligence, you can better manage your relationships and communicate more effectively, which can help you achieve your goals. Years ago, my life's plan was to retire from the classroom. A little over five years ago, I left the classroom to care for my dad. When he passed, I thought I'd lost the passion for education. So I decided to drive trucks with my husband. As life would have it, nine months after my father passed, I unexpectedly lost my husband. I kept driving. You know what I discovered? That I still had a passion for education. At my core, I valued education. Because on the road, I was learning and sharing what I learned about myself and God in my life with others. Driving trucks made me take inventory of my emotions. I'm saying I used to go from zero to 100 real quick. But driving trucks, I found myself at 100 all the time. Driving 11 hours a day in traffic, dealing with rude drivers, long wait times, whether delivery or picking up, annoying brokers and pesky dispatchers. I learned this is the environment I was going to have to master because it had started wearing on me and I could feel a negative change. Oh, of course, I told some people off. I left a few places when I was supposed to stay. And I've had to apologize. I had to apologize when I felt convicted or I had to apologize later when I found out I was dead wrong. At the core of my emotional intelligence, awareness is the fact that I wanted to be the kind of driver that I would hire. Then when I first started, I was not that. Now, today I am. Praise God. I found this quote that describes the exact process I didn't know at the time I was going through. It says, watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. Watch your character for it becomes your destiny. Bruce Lee said it like this, emotion can be the enemy. If you give into your emotion, you lose yourself. You must be at one with your emotions because the body always follows the mind. So here's the question, dear sisters, where do you want to go? If it's higher, if it's deeper, if it's inward, then you must welcome spiritual growth. Spiritual growth involves developing a sense of purpose, which can help you stay motivated and focused on your goals. Don't be intimidated or distracted by the word purpose. It just means focusing on what's important to you in your life. Your purpose doesn't change, but the role in which you live out your purpose can. I can teach and inspire in a classroom, or I can teach and inspire through new platforms like social media, and it's already starting with podcasting. Oh, and there's more to come. I do know people that haven't discovered their life's purpose, but I say to them, just reframe what you're already doing. If you're in college, stay in college. Don't quit. Don't quit your job looking for your purpose. My daughter is in the nursing program after going two years in business classes. Now, she's always been a light in my world and to others. She's held the hand of a stranger involved in a car wreck she's witnessed. 
She's noticed children in crisis and come to their aid. When she got hired on at the hospital, it was like second nature to her. She fell right in rhythm. Her gifts made room for her. But don't think for one minute those two years of business classes were a loss. Oprah Winfrey, in part of a larger quote, said, There is nothing that's ever wasted. It doesn't matter what you do. It matters who you are. When I'm driving trucks, I'm still an educator. I look for educational opportunities. I get out of the truck and go explore. And I'm able to use most, if not all, of what I've learned traveling in the classroom and in my emotional and spiritual development. Spiritual growth involves developing a sense of purpose, but it also involves developing a sense of gratitude, which can help you appreciate the good things in your life and stay positive even in difficult times. This is where I now thrive. I heard Trent Shelton say, you own the struggle. Don't let the struggle own you. If we own our struggles, then we can dictate our response. And every struggle after that, every hurdle, every setback becomes an opportunity for one, either a divine miracle or two, personal spiritual growth. We get pushed beyond our comfort zone. We are called upon ourselves to do that which we never imagined we would have to or could do. There is freedom in gratitude. One warm desert evening in Needles, California, while walking from the store on the way to the truck, I caught myself looking down because my soul was downcast and I was actually tired of feeling that way. So I changed my perspective. I looked up at the night sky and I immediately felt my soul smile. I began to give thanks that I was alive and got to experience that twinkling moment what I like to call a hug for my soul, gratitude blanketed me. I was grateful to be experiencing the sound and the feel of the warm desert sand beneath my feet. I was grateful that I yet had the presence of mind to look up and see and appreciate the stars. I was grateful that I was working and grateful that my family was still intact. I leave you tonight with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, an American philosophical writer and poet who said, when it is dark enough, you can see the stars. Let me say that again. When it is dark enough, you can see the stars. Look up, dear sisters. It's always only one degree to victory.